Hi, I'm Freek Verheugd here at ESC 2017 in Barcelona. And I was um, struck by, I think, some very interesting new studies. And I would like only to discuss one, because I think this is a real game changer. And it's the COMPASS trial. As you may all may know, the COMPASS trial is a typical secondary prevention study in patients on aspirin for prevention of uh, uh, vascular events. So that can be patients with stable angina, with stable coronary disease, patients with remote myocardial infarction, patients with peripheral artery disease, both in the carotid and or in the uh, leg arteries. And these patients usually get aspirin. And I think that's good because aspirin is very effective, very cheap, and has what we think uh, not a high bleeding risk, especially in the patients under the 75 years of age. But we know that still on aspirin we see a lot of events. And therefore um, we should um, um, try to get less ischemic recurrences or new uh, ischemic events. And since they, those are mostly thrombotic, we should have a look at the thrombotic arsenal we have uh, to test it out. Now we know that after an MI, after uh, acute coronary syndrome, we need dual antiplatelet therapy without any discussion. But so far we see that after a certain period of time, usually a year or so, we can switch back to aspirin. We may continue the dual antiplatelet therapy, but it gives a lot of bleeding. And there is some benefit as shown in two larger trials, but uh, there was no really decrease in uh, mortality. Because if you can prevent a thrombotic new event, you must see something of a uh, reduced mortality. The problem though with DAPT uh, is that it increases bleeding and it does that significantly. And bleeding may lead to more mortality. We know that uh, from other studies, not that patients bleed to death, fatal bleeding, thank God, is uh, very rare, even on DAPT. But when patients have bleeding uh, and the doctors notice this, then both doctors and patients, they stop the antithrombotic. But they stop also, and especially uh, patients do that, they stop all medication, all the lifesavers like ACE inhibitors, like statins, and in many cases beta blockers. And there is where the action is with regard to more mortality. So, although we saw some efficacy of longer duration of DAPT, it is not uh, really accepted by the medical community and it is not accepted by patients. So we needed something better. And that has now been shown to be an anticoagulant. Anticoagulant, you would say, that is for AFib, sorry, or artificial heart valves. No, we had that already many, many decades after myocardial infarction. Your father or grandfather who suffered a myocardial infarction was given Coumadin. The first, one of the first patients was your president in the United States, Mr. Eisenhower, in 1955. He suffered an MI and he was treated with Coumadin for many decades afterwards and had a happy and good life. And then aspirin came, of course, and then aspirin and clopidogrel. But now, since we are back to aspirin, Maybe we can do something with an anticoagulant of the modern type, and that is NOAX. And it has now been tested in a huge trial, COMPASS, in 27,000 patients. And it showed that the addition of a very low dose of rivaroxaban uh, reduced the incidence of ischemic stroke very significantly by 50%. Also reduced the risk of amputation in the PAD patients. And it also, and most importantly, it reduced mortality by about 20%, and, and mainly cardiovascular mortality. 
And this is new. This is new, and we saw that already in the older studies after myocardial infarction carried out in the UK, in my country, the Netherlands, and in Norway. So that was with warfarin, and everybody hates warfarin, especially in coronary disease, where we have antiplatelet therapy as well. But this is a safer strategy, a very low dose of a anti-10A agent like rivaroxaban. I think that is a landslide a result, and it will change guidelines, and it will change practice. I'm very sure about that. The problem, though, is that also many patients are on duct beyond one year, and should we put them back uh, on aspirin alone and, and additional rivaroxaban? That is a very difficult question. We don't know. But I'm sure this trial uh, will give a lot of more uh, upheaval about the optimal protection of our patients who are currently treated with aspirin.